Welcome to Christian Historical Fiction Talk. I'm your host, author Liz Tolsma. I'm so glad that you decided to join me for today's episode. I know that it's a really busy time of the year, so much going on with the holidays, but thank you for taking a little time out or for listening to this while you're making some of your Christmas preparations. I do appreciate it. We have a wonderful topic that we're going to delve into in a few minutes here, but before we do, I wanted to let you know that if you want to check out some of the books we're going to be talking about today, then please head over to my website, which is liztolsma.com. You can find out a little bit more about these books and find some links where you can purchase them. So if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas present, that's a great place to start if the person on your list is a reader. Also, be sure to follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, because that's where these answers came from. I went on there and I asked you all, what were some of your favorite books of 2021? So this show is not about me. It's not about another author. It's about you and what you think. I've always wanted Christian historical fiction talk to be interactive so that we get to talk back and forth. I can't have you all on here much as I would love to have that, but this way we can sort of have a conversation about some of your favorite books of 2021. So if you haven't guessed it yet, that's today's topic. And since we have so many to get to, I'm not going to take up any more time with any more preliminaries. Let's go ahead and let's dive right into the favorite books of 2021. I am going to start with my favorite book of 2021. And because I get to read these books in preparation for the podcast, I've read a lot of really, really good books this year. It was difficult, let me tell you, to really narrow it down and to try to figure out which book was my favorite. But I have to say, I think my winner is going to be The Curator's Daughter. It was a close call, but that one has just stayed with me. It has resonated with me. Melanie Dobson, who's the author of The Curator's Daughter, it's a split time, which is set partially in World War II. She just does such an amazing job in that book, and it absolutely took my breath away. I got done with it, and I just had to sit still for about 30 minutes and let it all sink in. I also had to get over the sobbing that I was doing because one of the issues that she deals with in that book is one that's very close to me right now. And so what she was saying through that book really resonated with me. And I think that might be why it's my favorite of 2021, because she just touched on something that I needed to hear. And isn't that the wonderful thing about Christian fiction in general is that Authors are not afraid to tackle subjects which their readers might be struggling with or might need encouragement with. And that was really the case. I needed that encouragement in that moment. And Melanie delivered, she delivered an absolutely stunning story that drew me in, that held me, and that really spoke to me in the place that I was at that time. So thank you to Melanie for that book, The Curator's Daughter. That is my pick for best book of 2021. 
but that's just me. A couple of you did mention that. So a couple of you agree with me, but there were so many good ones out there that we can have all kinds of different opinions. And I really can't disagree with any of these because like I said, it was a close call. I had to think long and hard about which one I really enjoyed the most in 2021. Let's go ahead and get started. Some of these are going to be a little more general. Some are going to be a little bit more specific. But a few of you mentioned Amanda Cox. I discovered her when I read The Secret Keepers of Old Depot Grocery for this podcast and absolutely fell in love with Amanda and with her writing. And I I do have to say that was up near the very top of my list as well. Amanda is an amazing author, and she writes dual timeline split fiction, and the way that she weaves these stories together is absolutely outstanding. It all just gels in the end, and you're left feeling just like, oh, what a wonderful story. And so I loved, loved, loved The Secret Keepers of Old Depot Grocery. If you have not read her very first book, which was The Edge of Belonging, then make sure you check that one out as well. And 2021 was a big year for Grace Hitchcock. She came out with a novel, My Dear Miss Dupree. What a fun book. Oh my goodness, you guys. That was just so lighthearted. If you're looking for something that's really Fun and enjoyable, lighthearted, filled with romance, lots of wonderful, rich history, then you'll want to check out Grace Hitchcock and my dear Miss Dupree. And she is coming out with another book in just a few weeks, and that one is Her Darling Mr. Day. He can't risk losing another woman's heart to someone else again. So it sounds so good. If it's anything halfway as decent as My Dear Miss Dupree was, half as much fun, then Her Darling Mr. Day is sure to be a good time. So I would encourage you to check that one out. Now, these I'm not spending a lot of time on because we have talked to Amanda Cox. We talked to Grace Hitchcock. And the next one on the list, we have also talked to. So be sure if you have not caught those episodes, then make sure that you go back and you catch them so that you can find out more about these books and hear from these authors. We were also were pleased to have Kathy Golke on the show earlier this year with her book, Nightbird Calling. Kathy stepped away from World War II with this book for a little bit, and it was a dual time book as well. So well done, set partly in the 1930s during the heart of the depression in Appalachia. So a very poor depressed area to begin with. And she writes an absolutely stunning book. I did have to really give this one serious consideration for number one. Again, how she makes the two timelines come together at the very end was absolutely wonderful. How she captured the feeling of being in Appalachia in the 1930s was stunning. I can't say enough good things about Nightbird Calling by Kathy Golke, so be sure to check that one out. That was near the top of mine as well. So, so many of you 
talked about Jody Headland, and she has a couple of different style. She has a couple of different genres out there. And so some of you were talking about some of her books. Some of you were talking about the other kinds of her books. But everybody seems to love Jody Headland. And I'll have to admit that I discovered her for the first time this year when I read her book, Come Back to Me, for the podcast. I really surprised myself at how much I loved that book. And she has another one coming out in 2022. We're going to have a topic on what we're looking forward to in 2022, but I'll mention this one here because I can't wait for it. It's called Never Leave Me. So looking forward to that. That's book two in the Waters of Time series. Looking forward to that very much. If it's half as good as Come Back to Me was, I'm going to love that. A lot of you also enjoyed the Bride Ships series, which was a series of books that came out. I don't know if they all came out this year, but they're all out now. And many of you really loved those books too. I haven't gotten to them, but many of you mentioned how much you enjoyed that series. Jody Headland is quickly becoming a very favorite author of mine. Let's get into a little bit more about what you had to say about some books and maybe some authors that we didn't have on the show. Not yet, anyway. We're working on getting some of these on here. One of you mentioned Katie Breslin's book, As Dawn Breaks. And I will admit that I have not yet read this book. It is set in England and Scotland, and it's another World War I adventure full of romance, intrigue, and a bit of danger. And so the person who suggested this book as her favorite read for 2021 said this, I've read my fair share of World War I books this year, and As Dawn Breaks really brings it to new life for me. I learned so much about munitions, factory life during that era, and some of the more local challenges the Scots experienced during the Great War. Breslin is quickly becoming my go-to author for the time period, much like Sarah Sundin is for World War II. So you have really intrigued me and made me want to read As Dawn Breaks. That's one that I missed, unfortunately, but I'm not going to keep it that way. I'm definitely going to pick that one up. Actually, the next one that someone mentioned as their favorite book of 2021 is by an author that we are going to have on the show next week, and that is Rachel Scott McDaniel. Now, we're going to be talking about her book, Undercurrent of Secrets, but this poster mentioned her new book, which has just released, called The Mobster's Daughter. We talk about that a little bit on the show, but this is what the poster had to say. Oh, this read was just gorgeous. Kate and Rhett, what a wonderful name Rhett is, were everything I wanted to see in the two main characters, and their story showed such depth, emotion, pain, and beauty. The gospel was threaded beautifully throughout, and I loved how Kate, in particular, drew strength from her faith at critical moments. 
And I know Rachel talked to us a little bit about The Mapster's Daughter, and it does sound so good. I have not picked it up yet. There's another one to be added to my to-be-read list, which is just growing longer and longer by the second. I don't know how you all are feeling out there, but I'm just almost feeling overwhelmed at the amount of good books out there right now. There are just so many of them. We can't even go through all of them. Lynn Austin's Chasing Shadows was mentioned several times, and it was a front runner for my favorite book of the year. It was very, very close between Lynn Austin and Melanie Dobson. Chasing Shadows was fabulous. And this is what the poster who mentioned this, one of them, had to say about it. Chasing Shadows proves that careful research and explosive plots with deep characters can give a spiritual takeaway with historical fiction. Well done. An eye-opener in this country's present political thrust. I just agree so much with the careful research part of it. And I know I've mentioned this before. I won't beat a dead horse, but I am Dutch Chasing Shadows is set in the Netherlands, and she gets all the little details about that culture spot on and just weaves together a beautiful, beautiful story. This is all set during World War II, but it follows three different women that are somehow related to each other, and I'm not going to give it away. You need to read Chasing Shadows. Yes, 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 yes. I agree 100%. One of the very best books of 2021, one that we are definitely going to be hearing about come award time. Another one that somebody mentioned, didn't say too much about it, was On the Cliffs of Foxmoor Manor by Jamie Jo Wright. I have not picked that one up yet, but again, it's on my arm length to be read list. Jamie never disappoints, and she didn't again with this book on the Cliffs of Foxmoor Manor. It was one of the listeners' favorite reads of 2021, a little bit different setting for Jamie. I know she talked to us about it when she was here on the podcast a while ago. It's been a while. We need to get her back for sure. And it's set on the shores of Lake Superior and has to do with all different kinds of fun things. And so I'm really looking forward to reading that. And it's the, still the split time. It's still the sort of dark mystery that Jamie is known for. So that part is the same, just set more along Lake Superior rather than in the heart of Wisconsin somewhere. So definitely one that I'm going to read. And a lot of you mentioned that Jamie's book On the Cliffs of Foxmoor Manor was one of your favorite reads of 2021. And then this one popped up a few times as well, and that is Pepper Basham's book, Mistletoe Countess. 
When Pepper was here to talk to us, she mentioned that Mistletoe Countess was coming out and it sort of just exploded on the scene. So many people I have seen on social media are just talking about this and raving about this book. Now, it's not quite Christmas yet, you guys, so you still have time to pick up Mistletoe Countess by Pepper Basham and find out what all the buzz is about. It's a typical Pepper Basham book, so you know if you love Pepper, you love the kind of fun way that she writes and all that, that you're going to love Mistletoe Countess. It's amazing. Everybody is raving about it. So be a great read for this time of year. And several people mentioned that it was their favorite book of 2021. So that says an awful lot about a Christmas book to be your favorite book of 2021. That speaks very, very highly of the book. And then somebody really intrigued me by mentioning Misty Beller and saying that she's read lots of books by Misty Beller this year, and among them is The Call of the Rockies series. Now, this is a series of seven books. Six of them are out right now, another one coming, and this is what this poster had to say. The Call of the Rockies series has me addicted to the original members formed in book one, Freedom in the Mountain Wind. After following the series for two years, I feel like a member of their family. So the latest book just released not that long ago. You might want to take a look at the entire Call of the Rockies series by Misty Beller. I have heard very good things about Misty and about this series. I have personally not had a chance to read it yet, but the poster has me really intrigued, and I think I might just have to pick it up, and we'll have to try to get Misty to come on to the program as well and talk to us. We have so many guests already lined up for 2022 and so many more that we need to add to the list here on the podcast. It's going to be a great 2022 here on Christian Historical Fiction Talk, you guys. I hope you stay tuned all year long for all the great authors that we have coming up in the coming year. Well, I could keep talking and talking and talking because you all were fabulous. You answered the question. You told me why you liked the book that you picked as your favorite of the year. And so there were many, many more that I could have picked, but I wanted to pick some that we had talked about that I had personally read and loved, and also some that we have not had on the show, some authors we have not had on, and some books that we have not talked about that you thought were really, really good and worth reading. So I just wanted to finish up then with this one note from one of the posters who was at the end of a very long thread that mentioned a whole lot of books and a whole lot of authors. And she says this, I loved all these because aside from being well-written historical novels, two in that list were split time, with some lovely romance, several of them feature characters with difficult situations to overcome. From racism to physical ailments to trouble pasts. I love watching the growth and how the characters come to terms with their problems and find love and acceptance. 
Then some just kept me reading with their action, mystery, or rich descriptions that made me feel like I was there. I think that's just wonderful and such a great way to wrap up what makes a really good book. That there is something compelling about the storyline, something that the author is going to really delve into and deal with. Like they said, racism, physical ailments, troubled pasts. I can think of books right off the top of my head that would fit any of those categories. And watching the characters grow, we as authors, when we are first learning the craft of writing, that's one of the things that's pounded into our heads. The characters have to go on a journey. They have to grow. They can't remain static. They have to change. They have to do a 180. And so it's great to see that readers recognize that and appreciate that we as authors do that. And then loving the action in a book. I love some action in a book. So I agree with that. And a little bit of mystery. All of these split time or dual timeline books are dealing with a lot of mystery a lot of unanswered questions, and that can make for a very good, very compelling read as well. And the rich descriptions that made me feel like I was there. And I love those. That's what makes a book really, really good to me as well. That if I can just feel like I'm in that time period, whether it's like Jody Headland in the 1300s, all the way up to World War II. We even talked to Susie Finkbeiner, who had a dual timeline novel that was set in the 70s and 1980s as well. So from a range from 1300s way up to the 1970s and 80s. So we're talking a range of 600 years there. And yet I could put myself in each of those time periods because of the wonderful descriptions and the richness of these stories. And I think that's what makes all of these books so, so very good. Well, I hope that was not too overwhelming for you and that it gives you some ideas of what you might want to pick up that you may have missed in 2021. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with the posters? Head over to my website, which is liztolsma.com. You can leave a comment on this episode over there and let me know what you think. Do you agree with what we did? Do you have a different favorite that I didn't mention here? And also, while you're there, you can check out links for some of these books that we talked about, find out a little bit more about them, and pick up a copy for yourself. It's not quite the end of the year, and we still have two great guests coming on yet, but I did want to take this opportunity while we're talking about the end of 2021 just to thank all of you for your support of Christian historical fiction throughout the past year. This was my first full year doing it. I had an absolute blast, and I hope that you did too. I hope you discovered new authors and new books. I hope that you rediscovered some old ones and that you learned something about some of your very favorite authors. It's been a wonderful ride. We're going to continue it in 2022, pretty much with the same format, but there might be a few new things popping up. 
So stay tuned for some of that. I have some announcements coming down the pike pretty soon, I hope, but hang on. Let me get through the holidays and then we'll start dealing with some of that. But what you love about Christian historical fiction talk is not going anywhere in 2022. We will be back with some new great authors coming up and we're going to have some of our old favorites returning as well. Like I said, we have two episodes to go yet this year. We have Rachel Scott McDaniel, as I mentioned, she's going to be coming on next week. And then the week after that, by your own popular request, we have Stephania McGee. And you don't want to miss either one of those. They were both great interviews, and I know you're going to really enjoy those. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and we will see you soon. 